Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello there, everybody, and welcome to What Culture Football News, the football news show full of football news. I'm joined today by Andy Murray, or as he likes to call himself, the Lee Carsley of eating parsley. And I am the Mark Hughes of presenting the news, so let's get straight into <laughs> it. Uh, you want to know all about the latest information on the football? Go on, you can do it, you can do it. <laughs> Coming up today, we've got the latest information on Gareth Bale potentially going back to Tottenham. Everton have signed a bona fide real-life English World Cup hero. A new contract for one of Man United's most important players. But first, what could potentially be the best transfer of the summer mm. by the looks of it? If you joined us yesterday, we talked in depth about Harry Maguire going to Manchester United from Leicester for £80 million. And we try to balance that out by saying, wow, that is indeed a lot of money. Yes, you don't really know in this absurd inflated transfer bubble quite how much £80 million should get you mm-hmm. for centre-back because obviously Van Dijk was absurd money last year but proved to be a bit of a bargain in the end. Yeah, I think, he did. I think we'd all agree. So it's hard to really judge whether or not Harry Maguire for £80 million seems like a good deal. But when you sort of hold it up next to what I'm about to tell you, it feels like maybe not... An overly so great. great deal because Delict, Delete, however you like to pronounce his surname, the outstanding centre back in the Champions League last year, probably the hottest property in Europe this season, looks to be heading to Juventus for sixty-seven point five million pounds. Which, granted, he's only nineteen and he's still young and there's still it's a lot of raw potential there. To get him for less than Maguire's going for seems like a bit of a steal. It really does, because at 19 years old, he does, to me at least, come across as more of a complete player already Mm. at this stage in his career than Harry Maguire does. Harry Maguire obviously has several outstanding attributes. He's a great blood and thunder style Mm. British centre-back, but at the same time, he's not the most complete footballer in the world, not the most complete central defender in the world. So this seems like one hell of a deal for me, particularly when you consider just how in demand this guy has been all summer long. Obviously, Juventus are one of the biggest powers in world football these days but they're not exactly up there challenging for the well they certainly weren't challenging for the Champions League last season it's an interesting move for him however you know chance to play with guys like Benucci, Chiellini learn a bit from them as well add a few new layers to his game I think this is really exciting (laughs) by layers to his game you mean that like really sort of I don't, I don't want to say housing, but that lovely Italian defensive style. Maybe a lot of like other, other nationalities mm. just lack. We, the dark art, I believe it's called. Yeah, we maybe need another word, seeing as we can't use the preferred word. For House. That one. Bastardry. Yep. Bastardry, we go. yeah, That'll we'll go do. with that. Um, it's an interesting one. He's only had three senior seasons at yeah. Ajax. He's only got a handful of caps with the Dutch national team. However, he was single-handedly like, getting them through a lot of those early Champions yeah. League games. I think... You know, in the Tottenham game when they went out, it was because they finally managed to get around him. He nearly even blocked that Lucas Moura mm-hmm. shot, and it would have been a very different season for him had they got to the final of that competition. It's just, I think if you've got the most highly rated centre-back in the world for £67 million, I think maybe you have to reassess how much you're paying for a man with a concrete block for a head. <laughs> yeah. But no. what do I know? Absolutely. Well, there's probably a little English pre- player premium on top for Maguire mm. as well. 
But no, I think this is one hell of a transfer. I think it really steals you. Did you see the speech he did at the end? Because they did a big parade for Ajax this season. They're basically saying, look, my back is a world football power. And they gave him the microphone as the captain. And if you didn't know who he was, right, you were like, oh, here is a, like, 29, 30-year-old inspirational club legend who's been there his whole life and knows exactly what this means. It was like, no, it's just some 19-year-old. Dig this out on YouTube. It is genuinely an awe-inspiring speech from him. Yeah. Good top lad. Top, top, top boy. Top, boy. Let's move on to another top boy, Gareth Seamless Bale. Link. Obviously one of the biggest names doing the rounds in the rumour mill at the moment. Probably will be all summer until he finally buggers off from Real Madrid. Well, we've got a new report here from Marca? Marca? Martha? I, I Martha. Think it's, I think it's like chorizo and chorizo, depending on how much time you spent in Spain, whether you, you're not bothered by it. Let's go for Marca. Marca. Uh, they have a new report concerning his future, claiming that Tottenham Hotspur are willing to pay somewhere in the region of 50 to 60 million euros for his services however they may not be able to afford his wages currently uh, Florentino Perez came out a few weeks ago and said that, or maybe even a few days ago and said the bail is on roughly 12 mil- million euros per annum it's a heck of a lot of money you know what Daniel Levy's like he's probably seen that bigger and kind of bolt so wait apparently be willing to offer him roughly half that 6 million a year 12, 12 million a year is a million a month, which is 250 grand a week. Yeah. Wow. That doesn't... Is that a lot? It, it's that's hard to say. That's a lot for Spurs, isn't it? it? It's a lot less than what Aaron Ramsey's earning, that's for sure. <laughs> um, it uh. it's a lot for Spurs. It's like, you know, they've already signed Ndombele for upwards of 60 million mm. this summer. They signed uh, the little fella Jack Clark from Leeds as well, mm. but loaned him back. Um, interesting to see Tottenham perhaps taking more of uh, an aggressive approach in the transfer market after recent seasons in which they've signed the square root of bugger all. It kind of looks, I mean, similar to what's going on at Arsenal, really. Arsenal seem to be having a bit of a fallow period where they're trying not to spend too much on players, kind of build a squad in other ways and hopefully ride out. You presume it's a new stadium thing still yeah. for them somehow. Ride it out, wait till the Champions League money comes back in and then do stuff. But the problem Arsenal have got comparative to Spurs is their squad is much, 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 much weaker. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It'll be a lot stronger if they get the god of football, Kieran Tierney, in. But <laughs> yeah, that, it's it's interesting. Like Tottenham are probably going to be at the same level again next season that they were last. I mean, it's hard to see them progressing too much unless they do sign, you know, this weakened version of Bale is it failed to say like he didn't have the best season it's one of them I always talk I remember when Beckham went to Madrid and for years and years people were going on like because he's out of sight and out of mind sort of people sort of assume he's not really the power he once was I remember people like we need to get Sean Wright Phillips in the England team all this accommodating Beckham he's off in Spain doing God knows what and he was legitimately still one of the best probably better than when he left left England I can't say I watch enough Lally you get to really say whether or not Bale's better or worse but he's still gets his game a bit of the time at Real Madrid. He can't be a bad player. A quick look at the numbers. It is certainly too early to say he's finished or anything like this, but a quick look at last season's numbers. 38 games for his club. I think like 12, 13 of them were from the bench. Not Uh, not terrible. Not terrible. 12 goals and three assists. Good numbers for, for most players, but for Gareth Bale, perhaps you might, you know look for more than that but he's never been the guy at Real Madrid of no. course uh, maybe there was an opportunity for that to happen last season with Ronaldo moving on it didn't happen for a multitude of different reasons I think it would actually do him the world of good to head back to the Premier League and be the guy for Tottenham he knows he's going to go if he goes to Spurs he knows even if it takes him a while to hit the ground running he's going to be given time he's going to be yes. accepted the fans of him whereas if he goes to like a Man United or a Liverpool or Chelsea or anybody like that it's, you know, he's not their guy. No, you know he's what I mean? a role player. A lot would be expected of him immediately. Whereas, yeah, it's a nice little fit for him. They always Absolutely. say he should never go back, but Gareth Bale, go back. Kevin Keegan did about seven times, so why not? Yeah, speaking of going back, 
which sort of counts if you're going there for the first time, I guess. Fabian Delph, <laughs> English World Cup hero. 20 caps. I didn't... I, don't know where he's got those from, Fabian Delph, 20 caps for England. He has moved on from Manchester City after a number of years, being there as a sort of surprisingly dependable squad player. He turned yeah. up at left back, he turned up at centre midfield. People thought they were just buying him to meet that English quota for the Champions League, but I think it's fair to say he's really carved out something of a career for himself there. He was effectively the starting left back for most of last season when they yeah, were on that hot streak, but he has gone to Everton for a fee in the region of between 8.5 and 10 million. He goes as one of Everton's. Not going to be one of the most expensive signings of the summer, but could prove to be one of the most prudent, I guess. Very versatile, very dependable. Mm -hmm. Still got a lot uh, left at 29. I think that could be a really good buy, that. Yeah, I think that's a really smart deal at up to 10, up to 10 million. That's, that's a real snip in today's market when you consider some of the numbers that are flying around for completely unproven players. Got a lovely quote from him, if you'd like to hear the quote. Oh, here we go. Let's get the overlay up. The club that I've been at has had success. Very true. Good. Especially Good. in the last two seasons. Nothing gets past Fabian Delph. But over the last four years, we managed to win trophies. I wanted to be playing more regularly, and the opportunity to come and play for Everton was too good an opportunity to turn down. Now, has he said that, or is that just lifted straight from Football Manager press conferences? That, might, that may as well have been written by an algorithm. Like, yeah. That, that... You really get really get a flavour for his personality there, <laughs> yeah. don't you? So yeah, Man City are really good, yeah. Done really well the last two years since the best coach in the world's been there. But I don't play that much, I'll probably play at Everton. Mm. I mean, fair enough. I mean, Rodri's just gone to Man City, so that's almost certainly his role in the squad yeah. completely diminished. So it's a good move for him. It, it strikes me, Delph was always going to be one of those, like either going to an Everton or a West Ham type. They can yeah. afford him, they can yeah. afford his wages. Uh, he's got the sort of reputation to go there. I think that's a good move. I yeah. can see him doing well there. He's a very unglamorous player, one that a lot of people will look at in like World Cup and even City squads still to this day and mm. go, what, what's Fabian Delft doing there? But he's dependable, he's effective, he can do the ugly stuff well, he's a really good, real solid role player, um, and I think he'll be a really good signing. 22 forever. starts for Man City in the Premier yeah. League last season, which given obviously Zinchenko came in towards the end and sort of yeah. made the left-back spot his own. But given how much rotation Guardiola does, 22 starts for a quote-unquote like back of the squad player. That's really impressive. Yeah, solid stuff. And he's a player of significant pedigree. Let's see how he moves on. Chum, get it? Yeah. Yep, let's go. Uh, let's talk a little bit about where we just spoke about Man City there a little bit. Let's talk about Man United. David De Gea coming off the back of not his most impressive Not his best season. season. Not no. his best. Several high-profile mistakes. A few, you know, let a lot of goals in that he maybe would have saved a season or two ago, but still far too early to say he's finished or any nonsense like yeah, that. Yeah, your boyfriend's tweeted these are fraud, but yeah, that's about your, your dad is raging. Yeah, yeah, their boyfriend. Um, he has signed a new deal, or he's about to sign a new deal at Man United, according to the Telegraph. Um, they're currently on a pre-season tour of Australia and Asia. When they come back, it's expected that De Gea will ink a deal worth up to three hundred and fifty hundred thousand pounds a week, making him the highest-paid goalkeeper. Simon Miller money in the world. Simon Miller money. Um, it'll make Man United's second-best player after Alexis to Sanchez, Sanchez. <laughs> who, after bonuses, takes home half a million quid. Either way, a week. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just mental. <laughs> <laughs> football. Jeez. Football is stupid. Why do you think I prefer the Scottish Premier League? Um, this is this is good news for United. to end the speculation. It does, and I think it's probably good news for him because with that, I speak from speaking purely from the goalkeepers' union standpoint, things can get in your head and your reactions and whatnot. You become doubtful. You sort of second guess yourself a lot, especially when it's like comes for you know big decision making moments. When you're a goalkeeper, those decision making moments are critical. Mm. It's not like. 
you play in outfield, if you decide whether or not to go for a ball, or you don't get it, you don't get it. If you're a goalie and you decide not to go for something you should have, that's that's your ass. Yeah. That's a goal. So I think this could help settle them down a bit. As you say, he did not have the most consistent of seasons. There was times under Mourinho and even Moyes where he was single-handedly dragging them into the top yeah. half of the league. Yeah. He was getting them through games almost on his own. And he certainly wasn't last year, certainly not as much. So this could be good for him. This could settle them down a bit. This could We could see, once again, the David De Gea that we all know and love. Yeah, I mean, it'd be really good as well this season if United, you know, shore up their defence a little bit and give them some a bit more protection. Obviously, Victor Lindelof had a very good season, but you know, occasionally when you have to play behind the likes of Phil Jones and Chris Smalling and Fred uh, and Fred, <laughs> you're gonna have the odd dodgy game here and there. It's inevitable. So fingers crossed. That this sparks an upturn. I really like David De Gea. I think he, you know, had a bit of a dodgy period when he came to England. You know, he's opened the papers yesterday and gone, Harry Maguire. <laughs> gone straight to his age, like, look, right, you need to make a phone call here. Like, yeah. I'm not doing that again. I'm not, I'm not doing this for 100 grand a week, brother. Phil Jones with better hair. <laughs> Either way, good for him. Good yeah, for him. Good for him. And to tell you what else is good for the person it's good for. Here's a nice, lovely, shiny, overlaid image of Mauricio Pochettino's son signing his first pro contract. Aww. And oh, isn't Aww. that cute? They've got the same, like, the same Pochettino, like. Yeah, that's a good one for that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. nice. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to be any good. Yeah, yeah. Could be the next Enzo Zidane for all we know. Enzo Zidane. Or the next, who's, and the next Paul Dalgleish for all we could guess. But George Junior Weah. All kinds of ones. That's, I mean, no, there was a, a, was George Junior. Yeah, there was. There was a Diego Maradona Junior as well who did nothing. Can't remember him. Yeah, uh, yeah should we go to the Twitter questions? Let's do it. As they're actually starting to come in thick and fast these days, by which I mean we've got two good ones we can use. Um, if you want to get your Twitter questions into us, if this is a format we do on the wrestling channel, on the main channel, on the gaming channel, want to get your Twitter questions into us, we will answer some of them during the news. We are What Culture FC on Twitter. We're all, all welcome, the great, the good, the speculative, the analytical, whatever you want, we'll try our best. Mm. Andy, three teams to go down in the Premier League this season. Newcastle. Newcastle, Newcastle, Sheffield Newcastle, United. Yeah, yeah. Sheffield United, like the players they're targeting don't really fill me with enthusiasm for the chances that they have. Ollie McBurney. I don't <laughs> and he scored a lot of goals in the championship last season, but watching him for Scotland, that guy yeah. like, no good brother. Um, Newcastle's an obvious one, they're a disaster club. It just feels like they're free falling at the moment, and I don't really fancy Brighton's chances after Chris Hutton no. blew the coup. I will say, when Huddersfield and Brighton came up with Newcastle, I looked at the players they were buying and went, they haven't got a prayer, and they've both stopped up. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Huddersfield were down last year, but Brighton stopped up uh, quite comfortably the last two seasons. At the minute, it looks for all the world like Newcastle are a sinking ship. Obviously, thankfully, it looks like going to be some resolution with this Steve Bruce issue, so that mm. might give them the shot in the arm they so desperately need. And there is talk about spending £35 million on some Joe Linton Character from Big the lower Joe. leagues. That's the one. Never heard of him. Bungle um, Deja, I hear. Bungle Deja, yes. Yeah. He could be coming in, he could be good, but as things stand, they've brought nobody. They've lost their two best goal scorers. Uh, they've lost Hosselu as well. Shar might be off too. Shar might be off. Uh, Kennedy's gone. There's just, it looks really, really bad for Newcastle at the minute. They are in free fall, and it would take genuinely awful seasons from the three promoted clubs. To, uh, to save them as it stands but we reserve our right to change that opinion as and when the transfer window slams shut because as you know it doesn't close yeah. uh, and finally this is quite an interesting one for, I should say that was from Stephen Taylor that question oh, wow. I don't think it was from that Stephen oh. Taylor anyway from oh. Darth Ramius to Mr and Mrs Ramius' son Darth who do you think has the best chance to go on an Ajax-esque dark horse run mm. in the Champions League this year great question that one Celtic <laughs> 
Scott Brown still Why? E Scott Brown still exists, so there you go. Okay, good. That's, that's, I, that's it. I don't know if Atletico Madrid count, because they are quite a European <laughs> right, powerhouse, yeah. but they've obviously bought Yao Felix this summer, so I don't know, they could they could upset the apple cart a bit. Not really fancy to get into the latter stages. Or failing that, I'm just going to put it out there. Inter Milan. Inter Milan? Yeah, I think Inter, okay. Inter Milan are throwing a bit of money about. They looked inconsistently really good in Serie A last year, the tiny bits I've seen. And uh, yeah, I'm going to say Inter Milan. Come back to me in like nine or ten months' time, see how ridiculous that yeah, looks. Yeah, it's bit, definitely Celtic for. Can't wait till we yeah, we'll go to Christmas and I look like a moron. Official What Culture FC verdict on uh, Dark Horse of the Champions League this year. Celtic, there we go. Nice big, nice big rubber stamp on that one. Bang, anyway, bang. that was the news. Thankfully, we didn't have to talk too much about Newcastle this time. For a change, let us know what you made of it all, of course, in the comments below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can get Andy on Twitter where? At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Henry Winter. Very good. And you get me on Twitter at Adam Cleary. We are both, and all of us indeed, What Culture FC. But in the meantime, as I've said, thank you so much for joining us for the news. We'll be back probably tomorrow for some more news, and we will news you news. 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 A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps to detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.